Welcome to the Well-Maintained Home Podcast, brought to you by Vanguard Home Inspection, LLC of Central Kentucky. Your host is Greg McGahey, a certified professional home inspector, offering useful tips and ideas on keeping your home in great condition. All right, neighbors, this is episode 21 called Ladder Safety. Now, if you're going to have a well-maintained home, you're going to have to have a ladder or, or even a couple of them. And I'm going to hit just some high points. I, I could talk for hours on ladders, believe it or not. But my goal is to give you quick and interesting information and not bore you to death. So, first of all, a couple of statistics. 97% of all ladder-related accidents occur at home or on farms. And... The majority of ladder deaths, not accidents, but deaths, occur at a height of 10 feet or less. Okay, that means that's the kind of work that you would be doing. We're not talking about a 35, 40 foot ladder. We're talking about normal heights that you'd be working at around your home. So keep that in mind. That reminds me of a joke a guy told me one time. A a total stranger uh, saw the ladder on my truck one time and made a comment about it, and he said, you know, I once fell off a 35-foot ladder. And I said, you did? He said, yeah. Luckily, I was only on the first rung. (laughs) So we can separate ladder safety into two categories, indoor and outdoor. Okay, inside your home, you're pretty much going to be using an A-frame ladder or a step ladder, uh, what people might refer to as a painter's ladder. And these fold out, they're self-supporting, and it's just very much common sense, right? You Always open it fully. Don't lean it up against it, uh, against the wall or anything else with it folded up. It's not made to support weight in that way. So always unfold it fully and extend the uh, braces in between the two sections and operate it on a level floor. Okay. If you can't be level, then you need to figure out a way to make it level or you need another option. Also, something that is always ignored. I've done it myself a thousand times, but it's not right, folks. You don't stand on the top two for sure, sometimes three, and it will usually be labeled as such. But when you get up to the top step, it'll say no step. You know, when you get up to that top part, it's not designed to support your weight efficiently because any lateral movement can and will cause it to tip over. And by lateral, of course, I mean sideways, right? So, It's very important for the stability of the ladder that you follow those guidelines. Now, when working outside, you're probably going to be using a straight ladder or an extension ladder or something like that, where you lean it up against the house or up against the gutters, the eaves of the house to get on the roof, such like that. So let's just talk about a few rules about deploying one of those. First thing you need to do is always take a second to look at your surroundings. Look up. Don't set it up close to power lines. Okay, I'm not even going to get into whether it's an aluminum, wooden, or fiberglass ladder. Let's just avoid the power lines altogether, and we don't have to worry about what's more conductive than the other thing. Okay, so let's take a, a good survey and set your ladder up in an area where it's as safe as it can be. Now, when you go to set it up, most of these ladders have movable feet, And on the very bottom flat portions of them, they might have non-skid pads, and those are for use on hard surfaces. But then they also pivot to where they have like spikes. And this is if you're on grass or soft ground, 
you want to pivot those to where they dig in and won't slide on you, okay? But understand they're there for a purpose, and it's for your safety. That's always the paramount concern when operating on ladders. Now, a very common mistake when people set up a ladder like this against the house or whatever is they have it at the wrong angle. A lot of times it's a function of the room that they have or the height restriction of the ladder that, that they have. But the proper way to do it is to set it up in a four-to-one ratio. Now, what I mean by that is for every four feet of vertical height, you need one foot away from the structure to create the proper angle. So if it's an eight-foot ladder, you need to come out from the house two feet. Okay, if it's a 16-foot ladder, you need to come out from the house four feet, basically creating a right triangle against the house. The house and the ground coming out is your 90-degree angle, and then the ladder itself would be the hypotenuse to harken back to high school geometry days. Now, a quick and easy way to gauge it without pulling out a measuring tape is just to stand on the bottom rung and reach your hands out as much level as you can get and grab the ladder in front of you, the rung closest to you. And if your back is straight up and down, you're a good angle. If you're leaning forward, then it's too far out away from the house. And if you're leaning backwards, it's too close to the house. Okay, so it's just a real simple, easy way to gauge it. Set it up what looks right, get on that bottom rung, stretch arms out and see if your back is pretty close to straight up and down. If you are, that's a good proper angle. Now, if you're going to get on the roof, which is probably one of the main reasons you're going to have your ladder out, you want to have three rungs above the point of contact. At least two, no less than two. But three is what is recommended. That's generally going to be three feet. So three feet above, it gives you a more stable attachment point. Now, the next little tip is to always tie it off. And when I say that, I'm not talking about, you know, rigging it like a mountain climber, okay, to hold your weight. I'm just talking about to secure it to the roof, which is usually going to be the gutter, in a way that it won't slide laterally left or right and fall down. And the way I do this with is with a simple bungee cord. I just kind of hook it onto the gutter and wrap it around whatever rungs closest and back to the gutter again on the opposite side. And the main purpose for this, as I said before, is to keep the wind from blowing it over or to keep you from kicking it over accidentally as you're scrambling off onto the roof or what have you. you know, taking 15, 20 seconds to do this can save you a great deal of frustration. And I always just keep a bungee cord wrapped around my ladder when I'm storing it so it's always there. I don't have to look for one or remember it. And one last thing, always take your cell phone with you when you go up on the roof. You know, that's a function of our modern society. But if you get up there and for whatever reason can't get back down, if you fail to tie your ladder off and it falls down, or any other scenario you can come up with, if you have your cell phone, you can, you know, in the words of the old game show, you could use a lifeline and phone a friend. And and this is truly a lifeline in that situation. So you can call anybody, a neighbor, a relative, to say, hey, I'm stuck on the roof, come help me get off. And worst case scenario, you can call the fire department. Yes, they do help people down from trees and roofs from time to time, and I don't think you'll find any of them that would mind that. In fact, they would probably enjoy an easy run like that once in a while. 
that in a nutshell is just the quick safety tips I can give you for now. But let me leave you with three life-saving tips. If you follow these tips, it really and truly could just save your life one day. Number one, only use the appropriate ladder for the job. They make ladders in all sizes and configurations. Any situation you can imagine to get yourself into, there's a ladder or a ladder system designed for it. You don't have to go out and buy all these ladders. These little rental places where you can rent a little backhoe or whatever for a day or a bobcat for a day, they also rent ladders. So using the wrong ladder is a recipe for an accident. And as I said earlier, most deaths are from 10 feet or less. That's right where you're going to be in maintaining your home. If your ladder barely reaches the gutter and you can't have that three feet or even two rungs above, like I mentioned before, okay, it's too short. It's not the right ladder for the application. Either you need to buy a ladder to have around for that or you need to rent one. Or another option, hire the job out, okay? Takes it off your back altogether. The next tip that could save your life is always keep your center of gravity between the two side rails of the ladder. If you're leaning out to work, that's fine as long as you're maintaining three points of contact, but never let that center of gravity get outside the ladder. Because then if you slip or there's any little thing at all that upsets your balance, your center of gravity is out over the air. You're going to likely fall. But if you maintain the center of gravity over the ladder itself, you have a much better chance of recovering your balance if you momentarily lose it. Now, if you find yourself having to lean out quite a bit, like let's say you're painting, okay, and you don't want to move the ladder every two feet, well, let's go back to rule number one, use the right ladder for the job. What you may need is a scaffolding system and not an actual ladder. And now tip number three that could save your life. All that I've said up till now, there are exceptions to. Okay, I said don't set up next to a power line. Well, sometimes you have to. Maybe what you're working on is two feet away from that power line. And so you have to. Well, in these situations where you can't set up and be 100% safe on your own, you have to have a partner to work with to make it safe. They can do a lot to help you. Number one, uh, they can heal the ladder for you. If your situation is where the base that you're setting up on is not extremely stable, you can have someone there healing that ladder. That's generally what it's called when somebody is holding it steady. Uh, a lot of times they'll just stand on the bottom rung to add their weight as a base, you know. But whatever the case, they're there to keep that ladder from moving on you. But the other thing they do is they can serve as a spotter. In that power line example, if you're trying to work near it, a spotter can holler at you and let you know you're getting too close. And you should have a predetermined code word, like, for example, freeze, you know. That's when you're doing the work. It, it doesn't matter what you think. If he tells you to freeze stop and then find out what he's talking about and if you feel like he's being too cautious you can discuss it then but don't just ignore what he says you know that's how you stay alive there is so much more that we could talk about when it comes to ladders but i gave you a good foundation so we're going to stop there if you didn't understand everything i told you or if you have questions about it please contact me i'm here for you guys my email is wmh 
podcast at yahoo.com. And the WMH stands for well-maintained home, right? So WMH podcast at yahoo.com. And I will answer you and I will be happy to go over any concerns or questions that you have. Thanks for listening.